Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast where we celebrate and remember all things and everything classic TV. Today we're going to take a look at Saved by the Bell. Not the entire show really, but one of the characters within the show, Tori Scott. Now Tori was always my favorite on the show. And once again, I am in the minority on that because a lot of people, although the character of Tori does have her own fan base, a lot of people are not, at the same time, not really fans of the character. My sister's reaction to this episode, you really want to do an episode about Tori? Because she's never understood why why Tori has always been my favorite on that show. So, I mean, the other characters on the show have always gotten so much attention and still do, but Tori is basically in the background. So not only is she my favorite, but she's also been forgotten a lot. So I wanted to do an episode and shed some light on the character of Tori and the actress who portrayed her and where she is today and just do a deep dive. So that's what today's episode is about, a look at Tori. Before we even get to Tori, let's take a look at Saved by the Bell and a little bit of background about how that show came into fruition. Now, the show was created by NBC president at the time, Brandon Tartikoff. The show was originally titled Good Morning, Miss Bliss. It was created in 1986. And it was based upon Brandon Tartikoff's sixth grade teacher, Miss Bliss. You know, we all have that one teacher that just we don't ever we've never forget really inspired us really just is our favorite for me it's my third grade teacher mrs dominsky really pretty redhead and and she was i remember she was 27 years old when i was in her class and uh she just really was the first teacher that i had to notice that there was something within me that was pretty special she was always having me at the front of the you know class to read and and do special presentations she always was calling on me you know about every little thing i'm always trying to hide behind the other kids she would always call on me anyway she had me opening opening up our third grade play about the american bold eagle which i did not want to do in front of the whole school So she was just always putting me in the spotlight. And at the time, I hated it. I told my mom, it's like, why is she always doing this? But my mom said, there's something about you that she sees that's special and she's trying to develop it. So I'm not going to say anything to her about it. I want you to go ahead and just cooperate with what she's doing. You will definitely not regret it as you get older. And that's one reason why I'm able to do this podcast because I've no doubt her influence. I love public speaking. Believe it or not, I've taken lots of speech classes in high school and college, and I love to speak in public. And I owe my third grade teacher a lot of credit for that. But uh, yeah, so Miss Bliss was that teacher for Brandon Tartikoff. Now, originally, the pilot aired on NBC in primetime on June the 11th, 1987. Now, the cast members that they had originally for the show included Brian Austin Green, Jonathan Brandis, and Jaleel White. But NBC did not want to pick it up. They just didn't want to air it. And so the deal, you know, was changed and they decided to place it over on Disney. So it ended up being completely retooled. They dropped all of the actors I just named 
and they decided to go ahead and place it on Disney. Now, the show was going to star Sadie Duncan as Miss Bliss, but and said they went with Haley Mills, who was a really big Disney star when she was a kid. Remember The Parent Trap, the original one from 1961? Remember Pollyanna? Well, that was Haley Mills. She was a huge star. Uh, also, also, she was in the film, I believe, That Darn Cat in 1965. So she was definitely a huge star for Disney in the 50s and 60s. Meanwhile, Sandy Duncan ended up replacing Valerie Harper over on Valerie, which became the Hogan family on NBC. So anyway, Haley Mills was brought in to portray Miss Bliss. Now, Good Morning, Miss Bliss aired for one season from 1988 to 1989 over on Disney. The ratings were not good. So Disney decided not to order any more episodes of the show, and it basically appeared to have been canceled. I like Good Morning, Miss Bliss. I've seen those episodes in that first season, and I mean, I like the show. I mean, it could have maybe used a little bit, uh, a few adjustments, a few tweaks, but I thought it was really cool in the first season. But Brandon Tartikoff would not give up on this show. He really wanted this show to come to fruition, so he even went so far as to drop the character of Miss Bliss and to have the show just to focus solely on the kids. So, once again, um, in, in the beginning, in the first season, you had the characters of Zach, Lisa, and Screech. They were there from the very beginning. And Mr. Balding, they were all there from the very beginning. They all were kept on board. They were brought back when the show went over to NBC. And then they brought in some new characters. That's when they brought in Slater and Kelly and Jesse. So they decided just to focus solely on the kids, and the very first episode aired in prime time on August the 20th, 1989. Now, of course, Mark Paul Gossler portrayed Zach Morris. Lark Voorhees, if I pronounced her name correctly, her last name correctly, was Lisa Turtle. Dustin Diamond was Samuel Screech Powers. And then, of course, you had Elizabeth Berkeley, who was Jesse. Mario Lopez was Slater. Tiffany Amber Thiessen was Kelly. And Dennis Haskins was Mr. Belding. Now, of course, the show ended up moving over to Saturday mornings on NBC. And that's when it really exploded. And it became must-see TV. Now, from a personal uh, recollection, I missed Saved by the Bell during its original run. Because I was asleep. I had just got out and uh, graduated from high school in 1989. And my days of getting up early to watch Saturday morning TV were behind me, except for Soul Train. And Soul Train didn't come on until 11. So I would always get up to see it, but that was it. Um, anything prior to that, I was not watching. My sister was the big saved by the Bell fanatic. She never missed an episode and she got her mom into it. And so they would watch it together every Saturday morning while I was in bed. But uh, I did discover the show in 1992 or 1993, actually, no, when they graduated, when they all graduated from high school. Because if I recall, that was shown in prime time. And my sister was literally really wanted me to watch it. Like, oh, you've never seen Saved by the Bell? Please watch it. Watch it. Just, you know, just see how you like it. I think you're going to like it. And I did. I love the theme song. I like the show. And I was like, gee, I should have been getting up on Saturday mornings and watching this. So I've seen it, you know, down through the years. It's been in syndication. It is on uh, MeTV every Sunday morning. 
think it's on for like two hours right before the Flintstones. So, you know, you can still check it out. Of course, it's on DVD. I think it's on Blu-ray. So I've seen not all of the episodes. I've seen enough. And it is a good show, honestly. They covered a lot of really serious topics in the years that the show was on. And I can see why it blew up the way that it did when it went to Saturday mornings. Now, one thing I really don't like, a lot of the viewers of MeTV... Um, are not happy that Saved by the Bell is one of the shows that is being shown on MeTV. You know, oh, they have all these kind of stupid complaints and comments. And honestly, again, it's a generational thing. Because, I mean, if you if you talk about, let's say, oh, it's another teen show from years earlier, Pet of the Class, that was on the 80s. Okay, that was a great show, Right. Yeah, okay, because it was an 80s show, right, from 1986 to 1991. And then if you want to go even further back, well, then there's um, the Mickey Mouse Club, the one that was on in the 50s with Annette Funicello. Oh, that was a great show. Oh, yeah. Again, it's all about generations. It's all about, oh, what we grew up with was so, is so superior to what everyone else grew up with, and that's what it's about. Fortunately, yeah, I'm partial to what I grew up with, absolutely. But I also like TV shows that came after I grew up and those that were on before I grew up or before I was even born. That's why doing this podcast is so easy for us because we don't limit what we like to what we grew up with. We're able to go back to what was on before we even came along. And we're able to go and um, b- jump ahead to what was on when we, you know, had reached adulthood. So, yeah, say by the Bell, really fun show, really like it. But now here's when things began to get a little bit different. Now, in 1992, um, there they decided you know, to bring the show to a close. Everyone's going to graduate and all this and this. Well, that particular year... The network decided to order, they wanted an additional an additional 11 episodes. And they already filmed the graduation episode, but they wanted 11 more episodes to be shot anyway after the graduation episode had been filmed. Well, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, who was Kelly, and Jesse, portrayed by Elizabeth Berkeley, they both wanted to move on. They wanted to leave the show. And by that point, they had departed. So they wanted to, you know, they had to bring in another girl. The producers had to bring in another girl. They didn't want it just to be Lisa along with Zach and Screech and Slater. So in comes Tori. Now, Tori was created to be a pretty biker girl. She was also going to be a love interest for Zach. Funny thing is that in the first episode, she parked in Zach's parking space with her motorcycle and they became enemies. Kind of, She was kind of a nemesis to Zach in the very beginning. But as they got to know each other, you know, they, you know, were good friends and they dated and, you know, she became one of the gang. You know, she was, you know, fitting great with everybody, fitting really well with Lisa. And I loved Tori. I really did. I mean, she's my favorite of the girls on the show. She's my favorite character, period, on Saved by the Bell. There was just something about the way she carried herself. She was really cool. She wore that leather jacket. She was really laid back and chill. Now, does this mean that I don't like the other girls? No, I don't. I, I like the other girls. I just like Tori the best. But that's not to put down to Kelly or to Lisa or to Jesse. Tori was just more chill than they were, in my opinion. 
Kelly was, Kelly was chilled to it. Kelly was just so perfect. Kelly looked perfect. She was smart. She was a, this isn't a put down, but she was just so perfect in every way. She was beautiful. She was smart. She was a cheerleader. She was a very nice girl. She was a sweetheart. She was just so unbelievably perfect. Jesse, Jesse definitely had a lot of feminist ideas. Um, again, not a put down. She was a little bit rigid sometimes. Um, not saying that, you know, her being a feminist made her rigid, but she was just kind of a rigid person anyway. She's very smart. And, you know, um, she was a little bit, like I said, kind of, um, what's another word for rigid? She was kind of, um, you know, I can't think of, I can't think of another word to describe Jessie, but you know, she was a little bit kind of edgy at times. Lisa was just a snob. Lisa was a snob and, you know, she, you know, cared about, she's really very self-absorbed, very funny in the fact that she was, like I said, just so snobbish and so self-absorbed. They were all really funny. You know, Lisa, Kelly and Jesse were very funny. Just like the guys were very funny. But Tori was just the chill, cool, laid back biker girl with the leather jacket. I just loved Tori's personality. I loved how she carried herself. So yeah, she's my favorite of all the characters on the show. Now, who portrayed Tori? Well, Tori was portrayed by Leanna Creel. She was born, did not, did not know that she was born in 1970. So she's a little older than I am. She was born on August the 27th, 1970. She also is a triplet. She and her two sisters began acting pretty early on. I mean, they were in The Parrot Trap 2. They were in Parrot Trap, The Hawaiian Honeymoon. They also were in an episode of Beverly Hills 90210, I think in its first season. And they also, well, I know that Leanna appeared in West Waikiki and also in Ned and Stacy. So, you know, they had been acting before Saved by the Bell came into being. Now, after Saved by the Bell came to an end, Leanna definitely kept herself busy. She became a producer. She produced her very first film in 1994. She also created her very own production company called Creel Studio. It specializes in food, travel, lifestyle content. She also is a photographer and a filmmaker. She's been married since 2008. She married her partner when California made same-sex marriages legal. And they have two sons. Again, she's an identical triplet. And they began acting, like I said, in the late 80s, she and her sister, she also at one point dated Kirk Cameron. I think he also, I think he actually took her to her prom, if I'm not mistaken, because they are the same age, both born in 1970. So I think he is the one who took her to her prom. She um, appeared in two, 10, 10 episodes of uh, Say by the Bell, Leanna did. The first episode she was in was, of course, titled The New Girl. The last episode that she was in was School Song. School Song, one of my favorites. They're trying to get the school song together. You know, that was a really funny episode. I really like that one. But that was the last episode that she was in. If you remember throughout the season, you would see Tori, and then you would, the next episode, you're seeing Jesse and Kelly. But you never saw Jesse, Kelly, and Tori all together. That never happened because they were, you know, they fit the Tory episodes in there in that last season. And then, of course, for graduation, when the graduation episode aired, well, you didn't see Tori. And she just, she disappeared as quickly as she came, which 
I really hate that they wrote it that way. I know they were trying to hurry up and fill the void left by the departures of Tiffany and Bertheson and Elizabeth Berkeley, but I think they kind of screwed over the character of Tori and also the actress Leanna Creel. And those of us who are big fans of the character, I think they kind of screwed us over. But, well, what are you going to do? Now, Saved by the Bell has had, you know, they had the college years, was on for a while. They've had some reboots. They had a reunion movie. They had, like, some other kind of reunion uh, TV show a couple years ago. In that most recent special that they did, I think it was around 2020 or 2019, it was all over the internet about how, hey, are they finally going to address Tori? Was Tori a real character or was she a figment of Zach Morris's imagination? So there were people talking about, was Tori going to finally be addressed? But no, she was not. So personally, I think Tori was real. I just don't think that they really knew how to bring it all together very uh, properly. But Leanna Creel, to this day, has fond memories of her time on the show. No bitterness there. She did think that the show was a little bit too preachy at times. She said, it seemed like, as she said, these were her words, you know, not verbatim, but this is basically what she said when talking about the show. It seemed like almost every episode that they did, when she was on there, there was a big lesson involved in it, and they should have more episodes where they just had fun, which they did have episodes where they had fun, like the school song one, or the first one when she first came, but she did find this show a little bit too preachy, a little bit too moralistic, but she does, you know, have fond memories of working on the show, no regrets. She's very surprised that Tori has the fan base that she does. She did not expect the people that people would still ask her about the show and about Tori all of these years later, but they do. The one that she's closest to and still in touch with from Saved by the Bell is, of course, Mario Lopez, who was Slater on the show. They are still in touch. And um, there's a picture, if you go to Google and you Google Leanna Creel, which I did, you'll see a picture of she and uh, Mr. Belding or Dennis Haskins. They were at a Saved by the Bell reunion around 2017. They're taking a selfie in the uh, picture. So fortunately, I'm really glad that she's proud of her Saved by the Bell time and that she embraces it and that she embraces the character of Tori. But uh, yeah, Saved by the Bell, if you happen to get MeTV, uh, check it out Sunday mornings. And again, um, I know it's on DVD and I think also on Blu-ray. Saved by the Bell has a huge following, very big following. And uh, again, it's a really fun show. It's fun. It's funny. It's lighthearted. And if you've never seen it before, I suggest you check it out. I, I do recommend it. Uh, if you haven't seen it in a long time, well, turn over to MeTV if you get it. And also, you can also head over to YouTube and you can see, no doubt, all kinds of stuff over there. I haven't really looked for anything on YouTube of Saved by the Bell because it's just really easy to see it on Sundays, if, you know, when I happen to be in, not at work or in church. It's easy just to, you know, see on Sunday mornings before the Flintstones on MeTV. But yes, I just wanted to do an episode specifically devoted to Tori, although we did cover more than just Tori. We, you know, covered the history of Saved by the Bell and, you know, uh, how it all began and, and, you know, where, how it all started and, you know, the different changes. So this actually could kind of be a Saved by the Bell episode as well as an episode dedicated to Tori. But before we wrap it up, I do want to dedicate the episode to, um, 
Dustin Diamond, who portrayed Screech, who passed away two years ago at the all too young age of 44 years old from lung cancer. Sadly, he never smoked. I did not know that. I was doing research for the episode, and I think that that was mentioned at the time. I just didn't remember, but no, he was not a smoker. And um, he, you know, died of lung cancer. That was very, very surprising, very sad, very shocking. Um, you know, this, this is, you know, we won't elaborate on the personal issues that he had with the show and how he felt stereotyped and, and, and kind of boxed in. That happens a lot in TV. That's the thing. You can be on a TV show and be very successful with it. And then once it's over, it's hard to break out of the character that you portrayed for so long. That's a problem with a lot of actors and actresses. It always has been being stereotyped. And a lot of them grow bitter and and, and resentful. And I think that was the problem with him. But uh, like I said, definitely want to dedicate this episode to his memory. Because he was a huge part of the show from start to finish. And uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode of Two Sisters and a TV the classic TV podcast as we took a look at Saved by the Bell and specifically a look at the character of Tori Scott. Again, my all-time favorite on the show. We will have a brand new episode coming up next week or maybe even later this week. We have got so many episodes all ready to go. We might bring another one to you this weekend, but if we don't, We'll definitely have a new one coming up next week. And if you listen to this podcast over on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hit that follow button so you will not miss an episode. Thank you for your time and your support. Thank you for joining us today as we took a look at as we took a look at Saved by the Bell and Tori. And uh, we will see you on the next episode.